This is the Power of Osmosis Podcast, powered by the Vidwheel Creator Network. Hi, everyone. This is the Power of Osmosis video podcast powered by Vidwheel Creator Network. I am John Osberg, and today I am joined by Jason Zapp of HRSC, an incredible organization that works to help certify your supply chain to make sure it's free of any sort of human rights violations. So today's conversation is an exciting one. We're going to be talking about all things community, compassion, entrepreneurship kind of startups, um, you know, with really a focus on kind of a how to build your business so that it's rooted in impact. And when it's rooted in impact, guess what? If you're doing the right things and you're intentional, income's going to come. So I'm excited today to be talking to Jay on the show um, about your business and again, you know, how you've gotten to now uh, and where you're going with HRSC. So Jason, why don't you introduce yourself to, to our millions of viewers. Hey. Yeah, just, just a second to say thank you very much for having me today. It's, it's truly an honor and a pleasure. I appreciate it. Um, my name is Jason Zapp, and I am the owner and the founder of HRSC, which stands for Human Rights in Your Supply Chain. That's awesome. Yeah. And so, and so HRSC, why don't um, maybe just a little more high level, Jason, on, on you as an executive, as a professional, as a community um, you know, champion and advocate, um, and, and so we can better understand you. And then I, I can't wait to dive further into HRSC, how it was, um, you know, the inception of it, and really again the mission of it. So more about you, though. You know, tell us yeah. about who yeah. you are and how how you got to now. So I am um, I am in the operations field, operations supply chain logistics. I have over thirty years of experience and background in uh, moving freight, uh, getting freight to customers, people uh, across the globe. And um, that's, that's pretty much, much been my background for, for quite some time. Uh, I am a father of five awesome, amazing kids. And so you have five, uh, I didn't even yeah. know that. You have five children. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah you have five amazing, five amazing children. And uh, they're, yeah, they're, they're great individuals. Uh, and um, yeah, so this is uh, this supply chain uh, opportunity uh, brought me to um, the supply is, uh, we're gonna have to cut this. You're good, brother. You're good. I mean, so, I like it. So, so what you're, I think what you're saying is like being in that world is what's opened your eyes to, you know, what HRSC is now addressing. And there's not exactly. much out there like it, right? There's not much out there uh, in, in way of an organization that is almost like, you know, I wore the Batman shirt. Here it is kind of like the watchdog, you know, the protector of, of, of humanity, of, of what's right and wrong. Um, and in this case, it's the rights of humans who are in the supply chain, whether they're children, whether they're enslaved. These are the things that HRSC is addressing. Yes, that's, that's exactly it. And what, how we stumbled across this was uh, there's really no business or company in the private sector that does exactly what we do. So yeah, there's different um, there's different types of certifications or associations or memberships you can belong to. You know, like Fair Trade or like a B Corp, uh, where you can um, can be a, a big conglomerate. You use a couple of different factors to get your certification or your membership of that. This is strictly supply chain, humanity, and ethics. This is strictly like how I got this product to the shelf where consumers buy it. 
and and to ensure that no humans have been harmed getting it there. That's really it. That's 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 the nuts and bolts of it all. I'm so moved by it, and 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 I know that there are a lot of others who are. So you know, calling out to some mutuals of ours. Greg Shoemaker is one of them. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Bobby Manley um, and Dan, Danny B. Um, but also then too, just recently, I remember we were talking with our friends at Helm and, and really how we can kind of synergize and, 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 you know, we'll call it amplify your, your reach and what you're doing, right, Jason, at, uh, at HRSC, because this is something that I know for a fact, you know, with the COVID reset, we'll call it, um, there's been more of an emphasis and focus on, again, right and wrong, um, rights, civil rights, social justice rights. Um, you know, the rights, I mean, even of our environment, and that brings up thoughts of ESG, right? So environmental, um, social and governance type uh, standards that I know we've talked about that HRSC is all about. So there's, I don't think there's ever been a better time for one, there's, there can never be a better time to do the right thing. And that's what you're doing at HRSC is to ensure that, again, children, and that, uh, and that, you know, anyone else that's in part of that supply chain is, is not being harmed. Um, so, so maybe, you know, some more, some more of the nuts and bolts on, on HRSC, kind of like, you know, you said you've come across it by, by having, you know, the, the views that you have in your, you know, your executive role, but you know, what else, what else spoke to you and saying, Jason, you know, you, you should start, you know, to yourself or to others in the community, you know, like tell us more about how this all came together and, 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 you know, um, and really the ethos of, of HRSC. Well, yeah, that's, that's an amazing question. The, um, I guess the very first thing is to say is that every day is full of opportunities and to really zone in and tune into yourself and like what your vision for yourself is and as a human being individually and, um, you know, the universe, God, whomever will, will show you all the, the, uh, the opportunities that you have that it gives you on a daily basis and to be so in touch and in tune with those opportunities uh, that's, that can help catapult you to the next level. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, um, that was where we were, I was at when this happened is that, um, is that uh, there is a need for this, this specific, uh, this specific certification or association um, mm-hmm. is that, you know, there are, uh, countries across the globe who aren't um, as, um, uh, how do I want to say it? They're not as privileged as us in the United States. Yeah. And um, and part of our privilege is our government kind of provides that foundation for us to have this privilege and these opportunities. And uh, these countries who um, who don't have these privileges are not protected um, by the governing labor laws of the host con- of the host country, and so what that does is it exploits their workers and it, and it enables others to take advantage of them. You know, so yeah, some people make money on it and whatnot. Call it what you will, but it's coming at the expense of another human being. And um, not, I don't think any one of us, like listening to this here, would intentionally buy a product knowing that you know, like. A, an eight-year-old was used in, in making it, or that somebody who was chained up and, and not allowed to go home every night, you know, was used to make that product or to get that product to our shelves. So I, what we're trying to do now is make more, help brands and help companies give more of an awareness to um, that their 
particular uh, brand doesn't participate in this, that their brand, um, no humans have been harmed getting this product out to the market for, for consumers to buy. Well said. And, and I, I'd be curious, can we, can we further expand on like how you define harm within HRSC? Like, what does that look like? So that a business owner watching this, that maybe has, you know, uh, footholds or, or manufacturing in other countries, um, and, and maybe this is percolating their interest level uh, and learning more so that they are, you know, they are doing the right thing by ensuring that no humans are harmed. Like, what does harm mean um, to you and to HRC? Yeah, so this is, we base all of our, um, all of our uh, findings and all of our standards off of the International Labor Organization and what they consider to be um, harmful to humans, you know, humans. So we look at, we ensure that no uh, human trafficking is involved. We also look at child labor to make sure that we have labor laws in the U.S. for children. And those, those laws are, are specifically put in place so that businesses don't take advantage of, you know, kids working too long or, you know, so there's these laws that we have in place that, 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 that help us um, stay abundant. Um, we look at forced labor. Uh, we look at compulsory or bonded labor. Uh, we look at poor, unhygienic and unsafe working conditions. We look at uh, excessive work hours and harsh and inhumane treatment. Excellent. So that's the damage, yeah. Yeah. And those are, I like that, as I say, sometimes, right. And, and, you know, without going too deep, but there are sometimes at the very source of the, the problem that maybe breeds a, a problem would be the definition of, you know, standards. Right. And so in this case, it sounds like to me as kind of a novice, uh, uh, a lay person to this, that, that those are some pretty, pretty airtight standards. And so then HRIC comes in and ensures that their supply chains, these companies supply chains are um, compliant. Um, yes. And, you know, one other thing I wanted to say, this is more of a statement that when you were going through, when I asked you kind of like, uh, you know, how it's come about, the services you're offering, I thought about a couple of documentaries. I don't have to name names just in case. I don't know if there's any like infringement or any reason why we might get filtered by saying it. But, you know, Netflix has some, some documentaries where there were a few of them that I, uh, you know, I can recall seeing on the screen um, that there were interviews with folks who were within the supply chain of whatever industry, you know, that's out there. I'm sure a lot of the folks watching, listening to this would probably know what I'm talking about. But, you know, they had to de-identify the person for sake sake of their safety, right? So like, you know, if their faces, if their faces on a Netflix documentary, they're talking about how they're enslaved labor, right? They had to kind of like smuggle this person out of the supply chain, bring them into the interview. It was like a, a dark, you know, dark room basically, and then change the voice and then ask them questions. And basically, you know, 18 hour days, like you said, chains uh, that mm -hmm. are involved. Um, they don't, they're gone for six, you know, from their families for like six months at a time, not knowing when they're going to come home. They're not really fed well, taken care of well. And again, as, as just compassionate human beings that uh, I know certainly you are, and I know I am, you know, that just, that just breaks my, that, it just hits me right in the chest. It breaks my heart. And I loved when we reconnected Jason for you to unearth like, Hey, I'm doing this new, I got this new venture. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is fantastic. And so I'm curious, my next question to you is like, what's the receptiveness that you're seeing so far in the marketplace to, um, in, in your socially conscious focused effort. Right. And I'll say one more thing that we are living again with this COVID reset in a time where double bottom line, triple bottom line, socially conscious companies are, growing like no tomorrow. People are more aware, acutely aware of 
what's happening in the world. And they want to spend their dollars at companies that are giving back, that are donating, that are, that are doing the right thing within their supply chains, their products, their services. So, you know, who are you, who are you connecting with that have interest in working with you? Again, trying to arm the audience with all things HRSC, how we can empower you to reach the most folks as you can. Yeah. So Awesome question again. They it's a layered one. <laughs> <laughs> but Layers. what what we've done thus far are, is, has been just strictly through social media and through uh, networking. Uh, we have clients that uh, say, "Hey, listen, I will reached out and say I like what you do. What'll it take for me to do it?" And really, like most people think that the cost is like astronomical, and it's really not that expensive to to to, to accomplish something like this, depending on what you want to do. Uh, um, one thing that I want to really I want to really point out here and drive out drive home is that um, we've got mixed reviews. Some some brands, some customers don't want to. Um, uh, some brands, some companies don't want to have uh, anything to do with it. They don't. They they they. What? No harm, no foul. That's like that. Hey, if I if if I'm not being called out on it, you know. I, but like. Um, from my perspective, and in years of it being in business and manufacturing and industry and supply chain, the more proactive you are to something, the more the better you're going to be um, in the long run. You know, um, uh, what do you say? Like um, the the battle is won in the preparation. So you know, as you prepare for things, you win. You know, like you might win the win the battle down down the road. You know. Uh, one, two, three years down the road as you prepare for it. Now, uh, this is something that is definitely coming. You know, um, just I was just I just posted something over the weekend on on LinkedIn, and you can visit my LinkedIn page. Is that in Germany, a German parliament is 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 uh, uh, made it law that companies, if they find out that there is. Uh, uh, ethics violations going on in the uh, company supply chain that is their legal obligation to tell the German government. And if they don't, if they don't um, report these things, um, you know, they're, they're looking at a 2% um, revenue fine, like a, a, a fine of 2% of their, their yearly revenue for not reporting it. Right. So imagine so, a billion dollar business, 2% of that million is a lot of dough. Dang. Right, and this is, and this, this just happened this week, you know, oh. in in Germany, and so, wow. um, so I just want to, I want to really just put that out there, is that, um, you know, in America, you know, we have, um, we are a developed country, you know, we have all these these tools and these things to help protect us, and we've always played the, what do you say, big brother, you know, for other other countries. Um, these other countries that aren't aren't as developed as we are, you know, and their citizens, their people are being, um, you know, they're being taken advantage of, you know, um, for us. There is, I was just reading a report, a report earlier today, there was $233 trillion worth of goods imported into the United States last year in 2020, $233 trillion worth of goods. Okay, so a lot of that has definitely has something to do. There's 16 and like an estimated 16 million people that are enslaved right now today in our supply chains around the globe. 16 million people. So what we can do? Yes, I can interrupt. Sorry. Well, shit. You're gonna you're gonna say something good. I was just gonna curious if there's a uh, breakout. 
um, if there's a breakout, uh, you know, in terms of the countries that, that kind of harbor or not harbor, but have the most, uh, you know, wh- who's got the lion's share, I guess, of, of these 16 million poor souls. You, do you have any uh, insight to that? So I, like, I, like I would, I, there, there are some countries that are, that are really, uh, that are big um, offenders. And what I'd really like to say is that if you look at anything outside of North America, outside of the United States, Canada, and the EU, that's really where you need to focus on. And not every country is a violator, but and not every business is a violator. But um, we all know in business, we all try to find ways to sharpen the pencil and drive our costs down. And these, these ways of doing business have ultimately led to humans being harmed. And it's what we're doing is we're shedding a light on it. You know, I'll be the spokesperson. I'll say, hey, listen, I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk. I'll be the I'll be the communicator for the movement, whatever. And my company, what we do is we help your company show the world that you that that you don't have these things happening in your country. So what I'd like to say is that like in America, we've always played like that big brother role, no matter what type of uh, situation um, that we've been in, whether, you know, international, different countries, whatever, we've always played, we've stepped in and helped. And here we are play, like, it's almost like devil's advocate, right? So we're, we, these goods are coming in, they're being made for us, right? That, that we use every day. We use them in our shower. We put the clothes on, we do these things. And these people are making this stuff for us, right? And what are we doing back? We just want the cheap goods. So what I'm saying is ways that you can help an individual, a person can help is just really, um, Stand up for the movement, right? And reach out to your brand your, that you like. Reach out to them. Put put a post on there. Put a post on their um, on their um, accountable on their website. Yeah, absolutely. Say something. Say I demand that you show us that you're transparent, right? And show us, show us, because nothing really will happen. Some some companies, some brands, you be you'll be surprised. And I'm not going to name drop. You'd be surprised at the common brands that. Just snubbed me. Won't have nothing to do with talking. Not even seeing what um, what a certification is about. They don't even want to entertain the the, the the conversation. And so, it's really interesting once you dig into it and you really realize how business really works, right? And um, empathy, right? Empathy and indifference. It's uh, yeah. you know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna kind of turn a blind eye. It's 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 that borderline of ignorance to it, right? It's uh, and maybe it's more, I guess. That could be more customer based, and and also depending on which part of the business, say whatever business is making these violations, right? Maybe only the very top know about it. Maybe only you know upper middle management know about it, and then the associates and the others that are working there just don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know and I, and some of the brands that I you know you're you're keeping kind of protected, guilty in a sense. I I've got a couple in mind myself that. You know, I may or may not have those brands at the house, and I I just I I don't even want to wear them anymore. Yeah. Um, because it's just not right. It just goes back to imagination. Something, you know, empathy and compassion. It's something I, I like to talk a lot about um, on other pods that I've had, other shows, and just generally, um, you know, on my social, on my LinkedIn specifically. You know, just imagine it's that's someone's kid, man. You know, it, we we all have people that we live with that we love truly. Like these are human beings, right? Let me make the plea. These are human <laughs> beings. Right, we go to funerals and we mourn and we cry. The people that they're not here; these are people that belong to other other that have other loved ones, 
right. you know, and um, and outside of, you know, the United States, Canada and the EU, um, there's a lot of these countries. You, you don't have the freedom to go home at night to your family. You don't have the freedom, you know, and you're kept against your will. And, you know, we have that luxury. That's why I say is we have all this opportunity here in America. You know, we can quit our jobs any day we want. You know, it might not be the, the best thing to do, but we have that option to do that. I don't want to work here. I don't have to. Right. So, and it's America. You know, it's, it's America. I can I can start tomorrow fresh on a new foot. And, you know, and that that's how it is. So. Yes. So my call is, is yes, is to, is to reach out to brands, tell them, say, Hey, listen, I want to know the, the, the brands, the companies that you like, that you, that you're invested in as a, as a consumer, as a buyer, because these big brands, these big, big name brands, they won't do anything. They won't do anything until the customer, the consumer drives the demand. Cause that is what drives their business sales as, as, as the consumers. Right. So well said. Uh, yeah, no. And and so let's talk about a couple other quick things. So, you know, you mentioned your LinkedIn. So where can we find you? One of them is LinkedIn. They'll be in the show notes, right? Jason Zapp and, and HRSC. But where else can we find uh, the brand and how can we engage, right? How can our listeners engage? Yeah, for Watch. sure. Um, yeah. Follow us on Instagram. We're at HRSC underscore info at, on Instagram. And then also we have a website. It's uh it's at hrsc.us. Mm-hmm. And you can also reach out to me a lot. Jason, it's jason at hrsc.us. Got it. Good deal. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, the, the, we can engage on, on LinkedIn uh, and engage through email. What, um, what would you say if you had a, you know, and this is an arbitrary number, but like a top three industries that you're seeing the most traction with, you know, or whatever, you know, it doesn't have to be top three, but where are you seeing the most traction? And and so that again, right, if if, if someone, the business owner is watching this, someone who's a manager at a business and, he, and sees this, hears this, um, they can now have their awareness raised so that they can action against it to then contact you and and kind of start the process, explore exploration. Yeah. So uh, top three garments. Garments is number one. Uh, garments, the, the beauty industry and electronics. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll work with any company. Uh, those those three seem to seem to have uh, we've, we've done a lot of work in, the, in those three businesses um, and you know, we'll help any company do whatever. Um, Good deal. Yeah. So then that, thank you for sharing that. We'll make sure those are in the show notes too. And I like to end, I've been doing this for most of my shows, if I can remember to, um, my, you know, one of my favorite things to say is keep going. Right. So, you know, when it's, when it's tough, especially Jason, for us, folks like us that are entrepreneurs, right. There's a lot of hot and cold ups and downs, you know, um, back and forth, stop and go, you know, so one of my favorite things to say is keep going because when when it's dark, uh, when it's tough, whatever it is, you know, you just got to figure out what what's that next step and to take it. Um, because you know, obviously, once inaction sets in, then you know the dream, the the goal, the product, the service, the company, it, it doesn't have have the opportunity to grow. So my curiosity with you is, you know, what keeps you going, right? What and, and another way to say that is what what you know, kind of you know, keeps you driven, keeps you, um, you know actualizing your mission in life, right? Like, you know, obviously HRC is written a lot of compassion and service, right? I should have said that at the beginning of our pod service uh, in terms of servant leadership, you know, what keeps you going, Jason? Like, what is it that, that, you know, has you going right now? And is it to have you keep going until 
um, HRC starts to really hustle and, and bustle. Um, yeah, that's, thank you. Uh, hmm. Persistence, I guess. Persistence is key to anything, right? You want to do well at something, you persist. And anybody that knows me knows I can't sit still. <laughs> I can't sit still. This is probably the longest I sit still. I sit still. Uh, okay. So, you know, so I'm up early. I don't sleep a lot. I'm up early and I go, 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 you know, and I, I go all the way till bedtime. And, you know, and I am, I am very thorough at everything that I do. And that's really why I think that, uh, that this is, this has been one of my, uh, one of my babies. I don't fail at, at anything. So I, I always make sure that I succeed. You know, I might get knocked down a couple of times. And like you said, you have those black days, but persistence is what is the, uh, is what will get you across the goal. So what's the source though of that persistence, right? Is it your family? Is it, uh, you know, you, you have this, this, you know, mission in life where, you know, there's a better world out there and you won't rest until you have some sort of impact on it. Like it could be both, right? Like it's not always just one source, right? It's, it's a mixture of things. So like, yeah. What's, what's like, what are some of the sources, right? That keep you, you know, being persistent, having the energy, go, 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 like just, and that's, that's how we'll kind of wrap up, you know, what's in that source uh, for you? You know, I've always been a people person and that's how I've gotten thus far in my life, in my career is that um, you surround yourself with good, positive people. You know, you work for good people and, um, and you see that you're only as good as the people that you surround yourself with. Right. So um, and that's what I like to do. I like to be challenged, you know, um, uh, by everybody, my kids, you know, my family, you know, my boss, my company that I work, that I work with right now, my full-time, you know, like these, these things, they, they keep me going every day on a daily basis. Well said. It's, it's all about people, man. And that's at the core of HRSC. It's about making sure that human rights are intact and that, they're, that they're being supported, uh, like we would want our, you know, sons and daughters and and fathers and mothers and everything in between. We want the same for them as we would within these supply chains. So I applaud you, man. I'm inspired by that. I know I told you that when we first reconnected some months ago now, glad we were able to do this. Uh, and again, the show notes will reflect um, places that you can find Jason, how you can reach out, how you can connect with him, learn more too about HRSC. Um, but, uh, in closing, so again, gratitude, Jason, for spending the time and shedding some light on what you're doing. Again, it's amazing, um, amazing work you're doing. And, uh, and of course, gratitude to VidWheel Creator Network as I end every show for the support podcast, uh, video-based media company here in Buffalo, New York, doing great things, uh, supporting entrepreneurs so that they can continue to grow, uh, much like I know you'll be growing Jason and the company. And, and as I continue to grow osmosis, so Many thanks and keep rocking it. Keep serving, man. Keep serving to keep soaring. Thank you, brother. All right. We'll talk soon.